1: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black, and it is true what you've heard, I am he, and you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio, living life like it matters. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to continue the conversation we've been talking about. You know, uh, yesterday I talked about um, conditioning. Well, we called it mind manipulation, but it's really all about conditioning. And this is so critically important because, ladies and gentlemen, we're being conditioned. We're being programmed uh, by society. See, every single human being is programmed. You got to get this. Our past. Remember, I, I say this all the time, that the key to life is what do we do with our past? Because it is true. Our past has everything to do with who we are today. Now, we don't have to be a victim of that past. We can be proactive with that past. But you got to realize that it's being stored. Our past is stored. And if we're not aware of how it's stored, it becomes a program that continues to run. And the problem is, most of us, by the time we're six years old, a majority of our map of reality is in place. And so I always say we're running old programs. You know, we have these belief systems that play over and over and over and over. You know, I don't speak well in public. Um, I need eight hours of sleep at night to function. Uh, I don't smile much. I'm not an emotional person. I know those don't sound like much to most of you. But you got to understand, those are programs. Those are programs. Now, those are basic programs. But deeper programs say something like this. I'm only as good as what I do for people. Uh, If uh, To show my affection to someone, I have to take my clothes off. Um, I'm a screw-up. I'll never amount to much. Anytime things start going pretty well, I sabotage myself. Uh, Waiting for the other shoe to fall. Uh, At some point, everybody's going to screw me over. You see, those belief systems, those programs... Boy, they cause a lot of pain, cause a lot of heartache, cause a lot of trauma, a lot of drama. And see, so you got to picture them as as, as programs, kind of like a, a record, a CD. You know, you put data on a CD, on a DVD, uh, and then you play that over and over and over and over. That's technically what PTSD is. It's a traumatic experience that is then on an auto loop. It's kind of like certain DVDs, you know, especially kids' ones nowadays. What they do uh, is they have an automatic rewind feature where, in other words, once it gets to the end, it will automatically start over at the beginning uh, because the world knows that we use TV and movies as babysitters. And <laughs> so what they do, they figure that programming out, and they've put it into their children's programming after Logical. the DVDs. Check it out. Yeah, and it'll actually play over and over and over because they know mom's busy and dad's busy and they're putting that kid in front of this thing or maybe they sleep with it or whatever, and it's on a continuous loop. And if you pick, keep with the metaphor of the DVD, you know, if you could put a big old scratch across a DVD, you know what happens? Yeah, homie don't play that, right? <laughs> right? Homie don't play that. <laughs> you got yeah, to get rid of it. You got to get a new one. And so what I say to people is, listen, you got these programs playing, uh, and they are not serving you well. And they are old programs based on old beliefs, based on old trauma, based on old drama. And, and you got to put a scratch in that CD because when you got a big old scratch in that CD, as I say over and over and over, homie, don't play that because it skips. It doesn't sound good. Now, some of you, it's been playing a lot longer. So you got some vinyl going on right you gotta you've gotta break that l p and I hate to date some of you, but let's be honest, some of you got an eight track playing right, <laughs> and you gotta pull on that tape. remember those eight tracks where that tape would stick out? Oh my gosh, you couldn't do anything. you had to stick your finger in that little hole there with the little prongs and you'd have to spin it so you tightened it up. but a lot of times after you did that anyway, you stuck it back in the eight track player and it wound up eating it right whoops. And so you've got to interrupt the program. Today I'm going to reference a book. I love this book, a great title, Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot by Dr. Richard Riestack. And we are talking about fear conditioning yesterday. And you've got to realize what's going on in America uh, is we're fear-conditioned. Uh, uh, man, the, the Joe Biden's running away, as I say all the time, it was fear, it was COVID-19, it was coronavirus. Uh, why do you think the media had to think the, that Trump was a buffoon, that he didn't know anything about Why do you think they had run with stupid stories that weren't true, that Trump said you should drink uh, Clorox, uh, that hydrochloroquine is a terrible medicine that will give you heart attacks? And yet it's been out there for 65 years, millions of people have taken it. And, and by the way, you notice after the election, after they appointed uh, Biden king, or, I mean, president, did you see what happened? All of a sudden, hydroxychloroquine became a good drug again. Is Honestly, look it up. It's not a joke. It's real. And, and for some of you that don't want to admit it, you know, denial is not a river in Egypt. You know, I deal with a lot of people that are molested, raped, sexual abuse. Uh, and a lot of families, unfortunately, generationally, there's denial. You don't talk about it. Uh, it's just pretending like it never happened. And denial doesn't make something go away. Trust me. Look at what's happening in America. Oh my gosh! In just four short months, look at what's happening. I mean, oil prices, gas prices, already going through the roof before our pipeline got hit. Look at the price of lumber. Price of lumber, thirty five hundred percent increase. We do karate boards. Where we chop boards, uh, and man, a a a one eight foot board has like a I don't know what it is, eight- or nine-fold cost of what it was just a year ago. I'm telling you, it's stunning. Look at war in the Middle East. Look what's going on in Israel and the Palestine because, again, Joe Biden doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, you look at everything going on, the confusion of CDC, the kids still aren't in school, all this stuff because denial is not a river in Egypt. And I'm talking about his fear conditioning, and from the book, Mozart's Brain, the Fighter Pilot, I want to share this with you. Uh, Joseph Ledoux, who's referenced by Dr. restack says, fear occurs before you know what you're afraid of. And Ledoux is a brain researcher. And he talks about uh, his research into emotions as a better basis for our understanding of intuition. And he gives this example. He said, in a laboratory study, here's what they learned. If a rat in a cage is, is exposed to a sound the animal initially orients itself toward and pays attention to the sound. But after a few repetitions, the rat ignores it. However, the animal responds once again if the sound is paired with an electrical shock. Now I want you to pay attention to that word paired. That means taking two things and putting them together. After a few repetitions of this pairing of sound and shock, the rat displays begins to display signs of fear whenever it hears the sound alone. See, it stops what it's doing freezes in place, the animal's only detectable movement consists of the rhythmic chest excursions excursions that accompany breathing. In addition, the rat's fur stands on end, its blood pressure and heart rate increases, and stress hormones pour into its bloodstream. And this is the chemical reaction of the body based on our feelings. In a word, I want you to think about this, that rat is now conditioned. So that the sound, when presented alone, will elicit the fear response. The response is not, not any different than what occurs when the rat encounters its natural enemy, the cat, and we human beings can be fear conditioned. And today, the title is called Anchors Away, because what I just described is an anchor. An anchor is taking two things and pairing them together. I say soldering them together. You solder A to B, and so whenever A comes, B comes with it. Whenever B comes a comes with it. It's two separate things that have now been attached. So when you bring one, the other one automatically comes with it. And that's what we're gonna be talking about today on Like It Matters Radio on the show called Anchors Away.
0: We shall meet on that beauty for
2: The stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom, Dr. Viktor Frankl. Black and Hispanic students in Mississippi perform better in reading and math than Black and Hispanic students in Minnesota. And Mississippi spends thousands of dollars less per student than Minnesota. Mississippi spends less money, gets better results, and their achievement gaps are closing, while ours are getting worse. Think about it. It's time for real education reform, so Minnesota can catch up to Mississippi. Think About It is brought to you by Center of the American Experiment, Minnesota's think tank.
3: Join the Freedom Insider Club, and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, The Cost of My Faith, How a Decision in My Cake Shop Took Me to the Supreme Court, by Jack Phillips. Register at freedom1570.com.
1: This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. This whole sordid affair has been a shock to all of us, but we must get on with our live... bon voyage! I am Mr. Black. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. This is where we help you live your life like it matters. You know why? Because it does. And see, that mindset by itself, that when you live your life like it matters, it does, that is the ultimate belief system. You have great value. You are not just a a, 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 a creature that crawled out of some premortal ooze and became you. You are a special human being. No one has your, your trauma or drama. But let me be honest with you, nobody has your fingerprints. Nobody has your, uh, the, the venal flow in the back of your retina. Uh, nobody has your DNA. Nobody has your gait. Nobody has all the qualities of your voice. There are over 30-some individual characteristics that are unique to every single human being. You're a snowflake, not in the way America is a bunch of snowflakes now, but you're a snowflake in the incredible creation by God that is unique unto itself. And this is why I do what I do. This is why we, we basically do four things, and we help you live your life like it matters. We do our leadership training where we teach you all the stuff that I'm talking about on the radio in a live fire, real experience, because people learn best by what they see, hear, and do. And so hearing it on the radio is wonderful. Tune in every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, and you can live stream with us anywhere in the world by going to freedom1570.com. And we have listeners in in Brazil. Say hello to Navaldo out there. Uh, We have listeners in China. We have listeners in India. Uh, My wife was on Omni yesterday, seeing uh, with Salem's Omni station where it has our thing. And we were looking at downloads that we're getting. And we're getting them from all over the world. And so that's how they listen, by going to freedom1570.com. And some people are listening at midnight or 3 in the morning because of the time difference. And so we do the the training where I do counseling, I do coaching. And we also do uh, this radio show for an hour a day to feed you. And then we have our, our blog. And by the way, uh, our brand new blog, it just started April 15th, so we're almost at the end of our first month. It is going through the roof. Please, uh, all your podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, in Apple, it looks like 70% of our listeners are Apple-based. And so, man, you can listen to us on, on Apple, on the uh, iTunes thing, wherever they have their podcast. Just search Living life like it matters. And then we feed the spiritual side of you as well, which is wayofwarrior.blog, which is a daily blog I send out seven days a week, 365 days a year. Because remember, we are threefold being, right? We are a spirit, right? I live in a body. You live in a body. You possess a consciousness. You see the three parts? Spirit, body, mind, right? The real us is our spirit. The, tamper, the tabernacle, the tent, is nothing more than the carbon-based life form and that is the vehicle that uh, our spirit resides in, right? So the real me is the spirit, uh, the essence of me inside of this physical body. My body is the medium by which my spirit expresses itself, and I possess a consciousness, right? Now, you got to realize why this matters is because your body is a machine, Whether you're talking about a construction site with all the heavy equipment or you're talking about at your house, right? you got to know how the body works, right? It's kind of like hot wiring a car. I could never hot wire a car. You know why? Because I don't know how it works. But if you did know how it works, you could pull little wires from what I've seen. I don't know how it works. And cross them and cut them open and touch them. And all of a sudden, you can start an ignition on certain types of car. You know, I, I've been watching a lot of Netflix series uh, on, um, you know, the different crime dramas. And I watched a four-part series on that pizza bomber guy back in the early 2000s uh, where they strapped a bomb to him around his neck. He went into a, a bank, robbed a bank, uh, and then he had to go through this uh, little hunt uh, to get his bomb removed. And they, they didn't do it in time, and they blew the guy up. It was terrible. And they actually had to decapitate the guy. They actually cut the guy's head off because they were, didn't know how that neck bomb, how it worked. Ouch. And so they were afraid that even though it was blown up one time, that it might blow up again. See, and these are people that work on a bomb squad. This is what they do. They know how bombs work. And so if you ever seen someone go on a bomb squad, they have all this attire on, all this stuff, and they move really slow. This guy lost his life. Uh, Because the bomb squad and the police were more worried about him being a bad guy than actually helping the guy. But the bomb squad, the reason why you wait for the bomb squad, because we don't know how that thing works. But someone who study bombs does. And see, that's what I bring to the table. I teach you how your body, how the machine of the body works. But more importantly, the mind. The mind. Because the mind runs the body. The battles that we face in our world, in our life, in our head, in our heart, in our marriage, in our relationships, are all mental. The battles in the mind, and so you're dealing with mental health issues in this country that are astronomical. No one's going to talk about. It. I mean, we got a president with a few of them, but no one wants to talk about that because of you know everybody hates Trump. And so let's put a guy who's not mentally agile enough to do the job of the most powerful man in the world, but yet we pretend that it's no big deal. That shows you the denial we can live in. That shows you how much we can let hate drive us. That shows you how much we can be manipulated mentally. Let's be honest. There's no reason Joe Biden should be president of the United States. Not a joke. But he is. And we're all going to pay the price. And it's no joke. It's woke. Uh, But, man, I keep saying, man, if those that are woke would just awaken— We might be able to turn this thing around before it's too late, but it's most likely not going to happen. Why? Because of why we do this radio show, why we're talking today about anchors away. See, an anchor is a pairing of two things. You know, I was talking about Mozart's brain on a fighter pilot, and in there, there's a story about prisoners of war. And Dr. Restack, I don't know if he actually did the research himself or he's referencing research. It's been years since I read it. But he took prisoners of war. You know, these men and, and women who for five, eight, ten years are held captive, they're abused, they're psychologically tortured, they're physically tortured. It's brutal. And when they finally get out of prison, they're taken to Ramstad, you know, in Germany, and they're debriefed. And basically the debrief is what did they do to you and what did you tell them? That's basically debrief. But the reason I bring this up, is a lot of these soldiers where they're being held captive and they're being tortured uh and they're being put through stuff that most of us could not endure, they use they do something called dissociate. Uh it, it's technically an out of body experience. You know, two words when you're dealing with the, the subconscious mind, you're dealing with associated and dissociated. Associated means you're emotionally involved, dissociated means you're emotionally detached. And we live in a world of dissociation. I mean, we got before the pandemic. There was forty-some million Americans on antidepressants, and what this pandemic's done? Because we freaked people out. We've done so many unhealthy things. We're screwing up our kids. We're teaching our kids to be afraid of each other. That they can't be close to anybody. That they need to be afraid of people even breathing around you. I mean, it's stunning what we're teaching our kids. You think it's bad now? Wait till our kids that are growing up in this become adults. And they're running this world. Boy, it's going to get progressively worse. And so you got to realize how many people are struggling with mental health. And so what would happen, these prisoners of war, while their bodies being tortured, they dissociate. They detach themselves from the experience. They'd actually have an out-of-body experience to see this thing happening to themselves. And a lot of them, while their bodies are being abused and tortured, they would play, play golf. Now, I'm not talking about physically, of course. They would mentally rehearse golf. And why this matters is they would do that for years. Now, they hadn't played golf in years, maybe before they joined the military. They hadn't played golf in years before that. But here's the interesting thing, Ristek says in his research, that when these men and women got back to civilian life, got back to the U.S. and were healthy enough, they'd go out and play golf, and they would play the best round of golf they ever played. Why? Because of how our mind works with neural pathways, how are, the battles of the mind, there are so many verses in Scripture that tell you to be careful about what you allow in your mind. If I could go back to a little me, to a little five-year-old me, and tell that little me one piece of information, I would tell that little me this one thing: be careful what you allow in your head, and be careful what you hold on to. And see, that's what we're talking about today is anchors. And anchors are a pairing of two things. So when one comes, the other one comes with it. Let me give you an example. Outside, I do leadership training. You can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. And it's a very intense class. So five minutes before the start of class, I blast this one song called Raise the Bar. And so it's the same song every single time. So as they're getting ready to come in my class, they're anxious, they're nervous, they don't know what to expect, they're hearing this music blast through the walls. And by the end of that class, after hearing that six times, and what I did is I attached that sound, that auditory sound, with that kinesthetic feeling, that anticipatory feeling, that I pair those two together, I create an anchor. So for the rest of their life, outside of my class, if they were ever to listen to that song again, raise the bar, that feeling of them outside the class will automatically come with it. See, that's what an anchor is. Today we call it a trigger, right? A lot of people get triggered. And what a trigger is, again, is nothing more than pulling one part of the anchor and the other one comes with it. And so today I really wanna go in depth so you can understand how this works. Why? Because a lot of us living today are being driven by pain from our past because they are anchors that we're not aware of, that they're unconscious, that are holding us back. They're keeping us from having more intimacy. They're keeping us having more happiness. They're keeping us from living a more successful life. They're keeping us from a lot of things, but they're all based on trauma and drama and stuff from the past. So the time is now to clean some of that up. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be right back. Have you ever been in a, in a Turkish prison?
2: for the life of your home visit thinkami.com
3: do you get an icy cold shower every time the dishwasher runs either your water heater's on its last legs or it's not built for the demands of your household call the water heater experts at air mechanical they'll help you see if a repair will do the trick or you need a replacement whether it's a tankless or traditional tank style heater air mechanical will install what you need Newsflash, mosquitoes, and the sweltering Minnesota summer heat will be here soon. Is your air conditioner ready? Schedule your AC tune-up now with one of Air Mechanical's professional technicians. Save 15% off this and other services when you become an Air Mechanical Total Solutions member. Total Solutions membership allows you to choose what you want to cover for just $10 a month family owned and operated since 1985 call air mechanical or schedule online at thinkami.com that's thinkami.com
2: for the life of your home visit thinkami.com
1: this is scott black of like it matters as many of you know i have been helping people to be the best they were created to be covid19 has accelerated changes that i have been considering for some time now Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Living life, like it matters. That's what our outcome is. Why? Because we have one life to live. And one day we'll all be lying on our deathbed wondering did it matter one bit that I was given the gift of life? What difference does it make that the God of the universe breathed life into this carbon based life form? How did I touch the world? Is the world any better today than it was before I was put on this planet? Why do I get up each day, do what I do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? That's why we do this radio show. That's why I do one-on-one counseling. That's why I do likeitmatters.net. That's why I'm up at 3 or 4 in the morning doing Bible study. And sending out scripture all over the world, one at a time, through wayawarrior.blog. That's why we do the podcast, Living Life Like It Matters, twice a week. This is all I do. It's all content to help people. And the only thing I get paid to do is every once in a while, so I'm free for my training. But I never let money be a reason why we help people. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can support all these candidates, billions of dollars, Support Black Lives Matter and buy Miss Cullors another house. She's got four of them now. Go ahead and give her some more money so she can buy five or six homes called under Black Lives Matter's name. Or, man, you could donate to us. We're actually making a difference. We're actually help people, whether they have money or not, black, white, yellow, blue. It doesn't matter. Go to likeitmatters.net. We could use your money. We're registered 501c3. Why don't you invest in something that's investing and in making this world a little bit better? Help us out. Get some of the money out of your pocket. I'll get a crowbar if I need to. And start using it for something beyond yourself. And that's what leaders do. Let me share with you a letter. I have this lady's permission to share this letter. Her name's Karen Campbell. She works for RA Mechanical. She has my permission to share it. It was written on six thirty two thousand nineteen, 2019. And this is a lot of people out there. You just don't know it because they don't tell you. Dear Miss Black, she, she wrote it to my wife. The photo of Team 203 will forever be the image in my heart, body, and soul that reminds me that I am not a victim anymore. I am not a crier. I never have been. I always thought it was because I had cried all my tears in my 27 years of life already. You see, I woke up this morning and tears started falling down my face because I have life again. It gave me the ability to feel And feeling my heart is the most gratifying, overwhelming experience I've ever had. Colors are brighter. I can feel my face and my emotions. I can smile without pain. I can smell without being in pure fear. I no longer hesitate when I open doors. I've been struggling with that for 10 years. Sometimes I would just stand at a door until someone else opened it for me. My boyfriend noticed when we left the hotel that I almost hesitated, and then I just walked in like I never had a problem with it in the first place. He was in awe, and I didn't even know he was watching. All of my senses were shut down for protection from the cruel world I grew up in. My mother is a drug addict and had four kids. When I was three years old, she was raped by a drug dealer and got pregnant with my younger brother. The Egyptian man who raped her was shot and killed before she knew she was pregnant. She got together with my stepdad who had ten kids with six different women. He was a drug addict and a a a severe violent alcoholic who molested me, molested my sisters, his daughters too. We told my mother, but she didn't believe us or want to hear us. When I was 11 years old, my parents moved us to the mountains so they could make a living growing and selling pot. I was taking six to seven Vicodin a day by the time I was 12 years old. For my 13th birthday, my mother bought me a fifth of whiskey, and I drank the whole bottle with my family. I was 200 pounds at this point. At 12 years old, I was 200 pounds at five six. When I was 13, my parents told us they would no longer buy us clothes, and we had to figure out how to make money ourselves for that kind of crap. I got a job and continued working until I was 15 to 16. I finally got my driver's license. Then my parents told me I could no longer sleep in my room. They were using it. I slept on the living room floor until I couldn't take it anymore. I went back to the town I lived in before my parents moved us to the mountains 50 miles away. I got a job at Wendy's and slept in my car and drove myself to high school every day. I had extra credits. So I did half days my senior year and worked 50 plus hours a week. When I was 17, I was promoted to manager and won employee of the year. I enrolled in college. I was with the same man from the time I was 16 until I was 23 and found out he was cheating on me the whole time. I lost 40 pounds in two weeks from depression. When I was 19, my younger brother was running from the police in a high-speed chase in Hoopa, California, And he went missing. Search parties went on for six months. That was 2011. In 2013, I got a text message from my sister that said they'd found his remains. He had drowned in 2011 at 15 years old. He was a state championship wrestler and star athlete, but could not survive the current of the January Trinity River at 3 a.m. I told one of my professors in college that I was unable to fathom a way to cope, and he said, God is testing you. I shut down, completely more than I already was. Why would anyone want to feel at this point, I thought to myself. I found out the kids at my younger brother's school were calling him rape baby and asking him how his mother could ever love him. I shut down even more. How is that possible? I graduated with my associate's degree my bachelor's degree, and started a master's program. I got together with a man who was charming and nice, and he ended up beating me and holding me hostage with threats of selling my body to other men. He had straps in his closet and a needle with liquid in it that he used to threaten me. He raped me and tortured me. I was 24 years old. And my boss at the time was a retired policeman. So I went to him and he helped me get away. I told my mother that I had to get a restraining order from him and not contact him. But instead, my mother called around everywhere to tell him where I was. She sent me the messages between them, and I saw her telling my abusive ex that she called all these places and couldn't find me, but she would let him know when she found me. She almost got me killed on purpose for attention. I live in a woman's shelter for seven days. While I had to take time off my master's program for this, I sent my restraining order to my professor and did all the work and assignments I needed to get back in the class when I got a place. She failed me anyways. I was going to get kicked out of the program for the failing grade. I was $20,000 in debt for the program at this point. I took her to academic court, pled my case in front of a panel of my peers and won. I graduated on time with an above average GPA. That was the survivor in me. I started therapy and self-care treatments I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, depression, anxiety, skin-picking disorder, sciatica, degenerative disc disease, migraines, muscle spasms, spinal neck inflammation, intestinal cystitis, severe PTSD, TMJ, and so many other psychosomatic ailments. I purposefully did not put these down on the medical form that I signed for you because I knew that they were all self-induced and I had the power to alleviate them. This awakening class that I went through with you, I knew would help me cure them. I felt the change that I was going to get out of this training before I even came. I knew I could not be lifted when we learned focus. I used that technique with my ex when he used to beat me. He was 250 pounds and 6'2", and I used focus so he could not lift me. I moved to Roseville to work for Randy and then became successful. I had the house, the job, the significant other, but I was not, was not significant. I was not happy, waking up every day in pain, pure pain and misery. But everything changed when I went through your training. Everything Mr. Black said in the training I've heard before, I've learned before, I've seen before. I just was never able to put all the pieces together because I did not know how and I did not have a team up until now. I was not connected to people up until now. I knew this, but was unable to trust people at the same time. I gave up, up until now. I could not fill my heart, so I was never going to reconnect or connect the way I needed to, up until now. I, like Mr. Black, can see the pain in people's eyes when I look in their soul. But because of my empathic, uh, uh, because of my empathic being the tortured soul, I could not bear to look, up until now. When I see the photo now of Team 203, when I look at myself, I see a different person. I feel like a different person in that image. I can see the difference. I can also see the muscle memory of my old self. When I saw that little piece of my old self, those slightly slumped shoulders, I was not scared at all. Because I know now because of Mr. Black, I'm equipped with the tools and the attitude I need to work on myself every day to meet my mission. My shoulders are slowly moving back. My chin is slowly and naturally becoming even. I no longer look down constantly. I walk with confidence for the first time in my whole life, and it brings tears to my eyes. Every day that I wake up, I can feel my heart, body, and soul. I know that I have a purpose. I know that I have a team. And most of all, I know that I'm committed to myself and my fellow humans to be a leader in this world and to give people permission to be okay with themselves this week i'm going to reach out to my team members and stay connected stunning ladies and gentlemen i give you thousands of these letters this is the world we live in one thing i learned a long time ago is hurting people hurt people it's a universal law you can bat all the guns you want bat all the knives you want elect all the joe biden's president you want but until we deal with the issues of the human condition the heart and the mind, and how we work is a three part system. It doesn't matter who's president, it doesn't matter how much money's in the bank, because rich people take their life every single day. So it matters what goes on in your head. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be right back.
3: discover the tools to build your relationships your vision and your life whoa look at all these options you could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream freedom 1570 top shelf choices include freedom 1570.com our free app at radio.com Now's the time to start thinking about your spring home improvement projects. Sandow Construction can give your home curb appeal with new siding. Sandau Construction is celebrating 30 years with a special offer. No interest on your project paid in full within 18 months. Minimum $5,000 purchase. Visit sandauinc.com for details. That's S-A-N-D-A-U-inc.com.
2: Call 888-534-6898 for details about credit costs and terms. For new accounts, the APR for purchase is 28.99% subject to credit approval. That's likeitmatters.net.
1: Oh, yeah. Brings me back to the 80s. I am Mr. Black. I am not Louie Louie. But we are bringing you some good information that should put a smile on your heart, uh, uh, an ease in your mind, if you will. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about anchors away. Because a lot of things from our past, we have anchored. We, uh, today, they call it triggers. And what we do is we take two things and we attach them. One could be a sound, one could be a feeling, one could be a trauma, and one could be a feeling. Uh, one could be something you see and then something you do. You know, a lot of people, uh, when they stop drinking or stop doing drugs, they want to continue to hang out with the same people. And you can't do that because those people are anchored to the experience the two things are attached and so whenever you bring one, the desire for the other one's all automatically there they come together and so as I counsel people who are, are addicted to drugs or, or whatever it is, alcoholism or whatever, uh, and some it could be addicted to sex and pornography and um, you know all that stuff, you know we have to separate the thing that they have it attached to because they can't fight the one without getting rid of the other. And that's why I want to spend this last segment on talking about anchors. So let me give you the world's definition of an anchor. An anchor is a heavy object attached to a rope or chain and used to moor a vessel to the sea bottom. Wow. That's so powerful. Because psychologically, that's exactly what an anchor does. It is something heavy that is attached to something else. And basically used to keep you stuck in your past pain, keep you stuck in your trauma that you can't move. And a lot of people have been working and struggling with things for years and they can't change it because, again, they're wanting to consciously change it. But all these things I'm talking about are at the unconscious level. Remember, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. If you're going to make any lasting change, you've got to follow the rules of the unconscious brain because we are unconscious creatures. And it's this programming. So now in NLP, remember, my background's in neuro-linguistic programming. I'm a master practitioner. I've been practicing NLP for 30 years. And NLP, remember, is the science of how the brain codes learning and experience. And this coding affects all communication behavior. It affects how you learn and how you experience the world around you. Is a key to reaching and achieving excellence. And again, uh, etymologically broken down, NLP is neuro linguistic programming neuro is our neurology how we think and feel linguistic is the language part what we say how we say it and how we are influenced by what we hear and by the way whenever I'm talking about listening I'm also talking about your your thinking remember what thinking is is talking to yourself and we have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day so we're listening all the time there's always one person talking in our head and that's us now for some of you let's be honest there's a party in there. And I'm not talking about the good type. <laughs> That's what I shared with that letter on the last segment with Karen. She had a terrible, terrible, terrible traumatic party going on in her head because of all the abuse, all the pain. All the, uh, it just breaks my heart. I mean, the tears were real tears. They keep getting choked up. I walked with this woman. I walk with her every day. She gets my way of warrior blog. I've actually led her to a relationship with Jesus Christ. Remember, in the letter, she said when she brought it to a professor, her press professor said, "God's testing you," and she wanted nothing to do with God at that point and it didn't even shut down more. Some of you call yourselves Christians. You think you're doing good. You're scaring people away from God. Let's be honest. Billy Graham said that Christians do more to scare people away from Jesus Christ than any of the wiles of the devil. And that's so true because, you know, in, in the end of my life, my goal, one of my goals is to I pray that I bring far more people closer to the God that I serve than I scare away. And so linguistics is the language part, what we say, how we say it, and how we are influenced by what we hear. And then programming is how we act To achieve results, so in NLP, let me define an anchor for you. In NLP, anchoring refers to the process of associating an internal response with some external or internal trigger. There's that word trigger, you know. And what the world has successfully done, what our state-run media successfully done, what the deep state successfully done for four years. I uh, remember telling you for four years that Trump was a Russian spy for four years telling you he was an illegitimate president for four years for four years telling you that he was not r- duly elected. Right. Yeah. I mean, Stacey Abrams still doesn't believe that she lost the the governor's race in Georgia and all that's fine. For four years, we deal with the resistance where they fight the election and that's all democracy. And now is amazing. Those of us that know without a doubt that there's a fraudulent election, we're not even allowed to talk about it. We're not even allowed to type it on Facebook. And that tells you right there that's the deep state. Anytime that they start banning books and burning stuff, I mean, the Taliban does that. Should tell you they're avoiding something. Uh, Radical Islam does that. Should tell you they're avoiding something. So we're dealing with anchors. That's what I want to cover in the last few minutes. Remember uh, Ivan Pavlov, Russian psychologist? He started all this. We talked about this yesterday. We all know about his discovery of conditioning by ringing a bell in order to call his dogs for food. Eventually, he noticed that the dogs would exhibit an anticipatory response. Remember that word? I used that before when I talked about the anchor I set up with my music outside of class. That, that he knew that they would exhibit an anticipatory response. They drooled every time he rang the bell, even when no food was present. He correctly assumed that the dogs had been conditioned, that's what an anchor does, to produce a specific response as a result of repetitive stimulus having become associated with a particular feeling or event. This is why Joe Biden's president. This is what your media is propaganda. Joseph Goebbels would be absolute proud. He'd be stunned. Absolutely. Right? Remember what Joseph Goebbels said? Let me control the media and I will turn any nation into a herd of pigs. That's his quote. Here's another quote. It would not be impossible to prove with sufficient repetition and a psychological understanding of the people concerned that a square is in fact a circle. They are mere words, and words can be molded until they clothe ideas in disguise. He also said, think of the press as a great keyboard on which the government can play. That's what you're experiencing. That's why you were conditioned to hate Trump. You were conditioned to be afraid of coronavirus. They needed coronavirus to make sure they can mail out millions and millions of ballots that they could then fill out on their own, uh, ballot harvesting, and get China to print 5 million to ship ballots in the middle of the night from New York to Pennsylvania. This is all documented. In Texas, one of the mayors here, I don't remember where, he was just uh, arraigned on 109 voter fraud allegations, charges. I mean, but yet we're told there's no voter fraud. There's a county in Michigan that flipped thousands of votes automatically to Biden. They fixed it. They caught it afterwards and flipped them back. I mean, there's all kinds of voter fraud. To say there wasn't any, you could debate whether there was enough to turn the election. And I think clearly there was. But again, notice you're not allowed to talk about it. It's banned. It's called a lie. Yeah, that should tell you something right there. That's not what America was founded upon. So... NLP anchoring works on exactly the same principle of what Pavlov learned, except that we call the stimuli associated with a particular state a trigger through which we anchor the conditioned in feeling. So the principles are exactly the same as what Pavlov did. The technique of establishing and anchoring a trigger is comparatively straightforward, and to be at its most powerful, it needs an element of auto-suggestion. Remember, your unconscious mind is running the ship. It's programmed. And it is waiting for new instructions. And absent of new instructions, it will run the program in place. you got to get this. And so here's how it works. How to anchor a feeling. You need a physical trigger such as, for instance, pulling an ear. uh, Something that you don't do regularly. And what you do is you actually can recreate a state. And so let's say there's a good state in your past that you like. What you want to do is recreate it fully. Right, the five senses that's what experience. Every single experience you have is codified in the five senses. So you recreate that experience, that feeling. Think about the circumstance, the people, the smells, the the sights, the context, the sounds, all those things. Right, and then you take that feeling and you attach it to something physical. I used to do this when I was training myself as a speaker. I would create what's called a state of excellence. I'd get myself my energy up, I'd get myself in the ultimate state of mind, and then I would set an anchor and I would have a penny in my pocket and I would squeeze it between my thumb and my index finger. And every time I did that, I'd take a couple deep breaths, I'd visualize the outcome I wanted to, and I'd go on and just shine. The prophecy, you can do this consciously, but a lot of these anchors are unconscious. That's why we need help. That's why you should go to likeitmatters.net. Check out my training. I do once a month. That's why you should be on this radio show for an hour a day, Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's why you should, whatever podcast you listen to on Apple Podcasts or wherever, you should look up Living Life Like It Matters. And if there's a spiritual piece to you, go to wayofwarrior.blog where I can give you manna from heaven every day and explain to you how they work. Ladies and gentlemen, no matter where you're at today, tomorrow can be better if you know how you work. And that's what I'm here for. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Dogs to the
2: idiots!
0: into an accident on my way home from work one day, and my car was totaled. Hi, I'm Diana from Shoreview. So the rental that I was given was an Elantra, so I was like, I like this car. I want to go find an Elantra. I'm a first time car shopper, and I had to do it all by myself because I don't have any family around. I was very scared walking into it because I always hear those cliches about car shopping. When I first walked through the doors at Invergrove Hyundai, they greeted me with a smile and they seemed like very genuinely kind people. I was surprised at how painless the process was. If you're looking for a great deal on a car and an excellent care team, I highly recommend Invergrove Hyundai.
3: Now get $3,000 Hyundai customer cash on select 2021 Tucson models when you finance with Hyundai. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance, InvergroveHyundai.com.